Welcome back to First Draft Phil. My name is Phil Lager. I am a singer-songwriter and worship leader. Today is episode 7, and it is part 2 of a conversation with the one and only Sarah Lager. Now, you might notice that we share a same last name, and that is because we share a marriage and three children and two continents. And uh, last week you heard a little bit about Sarah's uh, journey of uh, faith in Christ, how she came to faith and her upbringing. Um, And today we talk about how she made the move from being a housekeeper and a lifeguard to a YouTuber, a furniture flipping YouTuber. Um, And so this conversation is great. I I just love uh, hearing her talk about what she's passionate about. And uh, I know you're going to enjoy this conversation. So um, without further ado, here's the second part of my conversation with Sarah Langer. Australia. I'm working independently. Uh, you know, we've got three small children. Uh, you're uh, you're doing deliveries and 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 stuff, and working part time. And and I worked for Apple once. And it's just there's lots of stuff we can mm. go into. But then yeah. we eventually prayed and decided to yeah. move to New York. And, and it's funny because you came to me and you were like, or you had given it to the Lord and I had been sitting with it for a little while and felt like God was saying it's time to go and I, and I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> and So just, to, I mean, I, we could hit that for a second. Mm. I didn't want to, I, when we moved to Australia in 2009, mm. I, we had a, I had a contract for three years, a job for three, a three-year contract. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were going to move back at the end of that. Lots of stuff happened. Needless to say, um, I wasn't expecting to stay there, but eventually you wanted to stay there, and there's a lot of stuff we could talk about, but I gave it over to the Lord, and eventually you came to me and said, I yeah. think it's time. I think it's time. I think yeah, everything God's saying and pointing to the direction feels like it's time to go back. Yeah. And we, we, we can, I think we don't need to, like I've talked in other podcasts about the journey to get to New York and mm-hmm. um, th- it didn't turn out like we expected it to. No. We ended up moving to New Jersey. Um, you took a job as, um, this is one of the reasons I introduced you as the hardest working woman I know because you are and you just do, this is one of the things I admire about you because it's one of the things I see lacking in me a lot. I've said this <laughs> ad nauseum, but it's true. Your work ethic is just like off the charts. Like, you just do what needs to get done, you know? Um, some people would call that being an adult. Maybe I just need to learn how to be an adult. But <laughs> you just do it, like, and you, you know, we were very fortunate where we were, but you, you scrubbed toilets, you're a lifeguard, you did just whatever needed to be done. And then you started to think about going full-time mm. into, like, uh, loving old furniture back to life is what it says on your website. Yes. Which is, it's a beautiful website, by the way. I don't know who designed it for you, 
but it's amazing. He's a great guy. Um, talk about that for a, for a second. Like, what, how did you, yeah, talk about the stage of life mm. and then moving into this other thing. Okay. Well, we like you said, we've moved from New York to New Jersey because it, it was quite traumatic, <laughs> New York, for me and my three Australian kids. <laughs> And so we moved to New Jersey. We're on a campground, four hundred acres. It was, it was, it was great. It was an oasis, and I, I didn't want to do nothing. John Copeland was very kind. Shout out to John Copeland, who was a guest in uh, one of my second and third episode. And so you know, I said to him listen, I, I don't want to stay here for free. Is there something I can do around camp? I used to be a cleaner. I had my own cleaning business. I, maybe I could clean some things. <laughs> he was like, sure, do whatever. And five years later, I was still cleaning. And yeah. every summer, I was the lifeguard. And um, and we're specifically talking about uh, Camp Tecumseh yeah. in uh, Pittstown, New Jersey. And that was a really great time. Uh, there were hard moments, um, but it was gen- uh, more often than not, it was a really good time. My kids loved it, loved the space. You know, we spent COVID. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't have asked for, like, a better place to spend that time, that mm-hmm. crazy time. And But something was stirring in me. I've always loved... Um, like you said, I'm a carpenter's daughter. Dad, I worked with Dad when I lived in Australia, painting houses, um, doing carpenter things with him. He's always had tools all my life. He's let me use, use saws and taught me how to hammer a nail properly. <laughs> he even got me my own work boots and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's it's in me. Sure. Um, and... And I just love being able to transform something with my own hands that looked awful into something that looks a lot less awful. And so, you know, I it was it was actually you that encouraged me. I was, you know, I, I remember sitting around the table at camp crying in my dinner because I felt like my body was just giving way on me and I just this isn't wasn't the dream it wasn't what I wanted to do but I I didn't know what my dream was and I was I was a bit lost with that as well and then just slowly I was reminded oh yeah I like doing that I like painting furniture and I can do that I can fix a drawer I can fix a leg I can put new handles on it slap some paint on it and uh, make something look nice and with you know and and you were the one that was like you need to do this just go for it and do it and I started and then you know a few weeks months into it you were like you need to put this on YouTube and I I was like what you're insane just as a frame of reference I can remember when Facebook was first taking off and like I was all over it. I was all into it, and I was like encouraging mm-hmm. you. It took you forever, like to get a smartphone or whatever. You just oh, yeah. you're very hesitant in that space at all. Yeah. So, I, when I you, you you hopped on YouTube, it was kind of like right. Yeah. Well, everyone who knew me was like, "You, 
you're doing what? <laughs> what do you mean? Because um, I am. I'm a, I'm a private person and I am introverted and I much prefer to let people do the talking than me do the talking. But one-on-one -on -one, like this mm. with you, talking's easy and, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, a, you know, opposed to talking or sharing with people, but I do like to listen more. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's one of the things about your YouTube channel that has caused it to, by the way, you, you've got, so you, okay, you, you started it, you just started filming yourself, we started figuring out, okay, what do you need, you need yeah. a light, we, we have a camera, let's just use that, okay, um, you know, okay. how do I, how do I edit this in iMovie and like how, like all that kind of stuff so it's a huge yeah. you, not only are you scouring like Facebook marketplace and all these other places to, to get furniture that doesn't cost too much so you can actually make a profit on right. it when you sell it but you're doing all the work and then you start filming it as well too mm. and, and, and that process you know you're learning how to do keywords and hashtags and all that kind of stuff levels sound levels oh, like yeah. oh yeah. if I yeah. go back and watch some of my early videos <laughs> I like cringe that's okay but yeah that's okay you are actually your your process to get there was inspiration for me to start this podcast because <laughs> you just jumped in like I don't know how to do a podcast but I just right. I just jumped in and it's inspiration one of the inspiration yeah. by first draft Phil but I want, like, what I think is so cool, and this is um, what I would love to focus in on the last part of this conversation, mm -hmm. is you hopped into that, um, built it, you know, just the consistency. Again, the, the con your work ethic and your consistency every week of video. So you've done a, you've done a video a week for over a year now, mm -hmm. you know, and slowly built community and joined and found a place online where people relate to who you are love just watching who you are on camera and in front doing what you do mm. um talk a little bit about that the the community aspect of that and like you're not preaching the gospel to these people every week nope. but tell people like like you have found i've seen you like be like genuine community mm. and people loving what you do and having a, a place to talk to you mm -hmm. other like just talk a little bit about that whole space for you well there's two spaces for me so yeah. there's the creators that I've a community of creators that I've become a part of and then there's a community of people who just love furniture restoration refinishing Yep. The restorate, furniture restorators probably all rolling over right now saying, ha, huh, because I paint furniture, but maybe refinish is the right word. But, sure. Um, so there's two sweet groups that I'm a part of. I love being a part of the creators. I've really connected with um, a handful of people that just are more knowledgeable about this world than I, you both YouTube The world and, of uh, woodworking. Or, and or the world YouTube, of YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they've been doing it longer than I have or they've been refinishing furniture longer than I have and so we 
communicate and ideas and uh, things that worked and didn't work and that's really sweet and very encouraging and um, and there are a couple of ladies who uh, I've discovered as well that who love the Lord and and um, and we pray for each other and uh, communicate you know through Instagram but and then there's a, a couple that have my phone number and we commu- we text that way that, that yeah. we just encourage each other <laughs> and it's just really sweet and very nice friendship that yeah. about something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And and then there's the community who I absolutely adore. I really I don't know these people personally, but I 100% adore them. And they are so kind and so encouraging and I know without a doubt that I wouldn't be where I am first without God paving the way, right? Leading the way and making a way where there is no way. I I believe that 100% in my soul that he does that. And then in that journey, he has given me people that are like-minded and who like watching what I do and are encouraged and inspired. And when they comment like that every week and say I was inspired by you, honestly, every single comment I'm 100% blown away by. (laughs) I love that. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Because I just don't, I don't expect kindness from people. I don't expect encouragement from people. And when they give it, I am really touched by it yeah. and really blown away by it because not everyone is like that. Not everyone wants to take the time to encourage and trust me, I get the comments that are not Every kind. once in a while, yeah, yeah. And... I, I the, like, so a lady commented, I remember very specifically asking you about something and a lady had commented on one of your videos and just said, every week I watch your videos and, and every week it's... Uh, like something, but it's soothing, it's encouraging, I love the sound of your voice, you know, it's just very, like, you're you're not expecting that necessarily, but you have found, just by um, being who God made you, doing what God has given you to do, what's in your hand, Mm. you have a ministry of sorts, I really do think in some ways it's a ministry, because think of, like, lonely people in their houses, older people watching, you know, have, you know, love who you are and and like you're 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 just you're just you yeah you know yeah i i got a comment from a person from a different country and i do i had to google translate the comment (laughs) and it wasn't a nice comment they told me i basically look disheveled and do i own a brush and uh i need to look nicer and I don't purposely go into my makeovers trying to look a certain way. And I don't, this is, I don't, everyone needs to travel their own road. Everyone needs, and some, uh, there are some people that I follow and watch and they look beautiful. They are beautiful people and they have their hair done nicely and (laughs) their videos are a certain way and that's their journey. And I need to live my own journey. I can't live somebody else's journey. And so when people make comments like that, I 
I probably in the earlier days would have been really upset by it, but now I have a conviction in me that this is the way that I am. And sometimes I look like that mad professor from Back to the Future, and sometimes I don't. And But what brings me joy is taking something that is broken, yeah. looks really sad, and knowing that I can turn it into something that mm. is beautiful. Mm. And people love that too. And I'll give it a go. Yeah. And if along the way my hair looks out of place or I'm sweating and I'm bright red from being really hot, yeah. then so be it. Because flipping furniture sometimes is really hard work. And you sweat, yeah. and you, you know, have a red face or your hair is crazy. And yeah. But people relate to that authenticity. Like, like they are... People have commented many times on your channel and have said that very thing. They love... You are just you. You, you like Sometimes you'll include your your flubs and your, your mess-ups, you know, your, uh, your, your, outtakes, <laughs> your outtakes. Your outtakes. Oh, I didn't make the right decision on that. You yeah. Know? yeah. And that's beautiful. That, that allows people to say, oh... Sarah doesn't have it all together. No. But she's 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 you know, like you say, have I'm give it a go. go. Give it yeah, a go. I do. I give it a go, and sometimes it works out. Sometimes you have to talk me off a ledge, like sure. mid flip. I'm flipping out myself, and you're like, hang on, let's talk it out, and and you yeah. you calm me down. But um, yeah. What's something that got us, like, if you had to share something that got us showing you through your work, or maybe even just at this stage of life that you're at now? Mm. Um, one of my favorite places in the Bible is Psalms. I love Psalms. Um, it speaks to the deep, deep poetic side of me that's deep, deep down. <laughs> Very deep. Very deep down. So deep. Deep, deep down. And um, it talks about how um, it's, well, it's a, it's a mash between the Psalms and also Genesis, right? Genesis 1, where God takes something that is dark and chaotic and formless and he forms it into a thing of beauty that has life and every and I said this already but every piece of furniture is a preach right back to me <laughs> from from God I saying love it. I love it I take this in you Sarah that is dark and chaotic and formless and I he and because in Psalms it says I, I think it's Psalms it says um, the word that there that's used is um, it means chaos but it doesn't and how God forms it and shapes it back doesn't mean that the cracks aren't there 
the cracks are still there mm. because they're history lines, mm. right? They're they're but he's taken it and he's formed it into yeah. something new. Yeah. And that's what, you know, some I maybe that doesn't run parallel exactly with what I do because if you still show <laughs> cracks and lines and stuff like that people might not buy my furniture but the crack is still there yeah. and and but I've taken something that was broken and I've put it yeah. back in a certain way where the break is still there but it's better than it was it's better than new yeah. and it's and it's going to have more life in it and i just feel like that every piece of furniture is yeah. god saying that's you sarah i'm going to take this i'm going to form it into something new i'm going to make it and there's more life left in you what's interesting to me is the parallel between what you said earlier about just being yourself and you know you you have a conviction you said mm. um, that you know this is you know and how I see you coming into your own as um, expressive on these pieces of furniture, as willing to take risks, as, mm. <laughs> as doing different things that some people would not express. You just did a metal filing cabinet that, you know, you think of, I mean, mm. if you're anybody listening, thinking of a metal filing cabinet, it's just industrial, it's, it's, it's heavy, it's just kind of a, an eyesore. And you turned it into something that was just completely unbelievable like not what you would think (laughs) from and people in the comments people consistently say i would never have thought about that is and like i have a middle i'm gonna do that you know so yeah um i I love that and uh (laughs) you are a uh you you're you're an artist and you should own that you should own that because you're you're embracing it's certainly fun yeah i and i'm enjoying it like you were saying i just do what needs to be done and i would do it again i would clean toilets again for my family if i had to um and yeah you know that is a thankless job right people (laughs) don't notice a clean toilet but they sure do notice (laughs) when it's not clean yeah right right and so i i would do it again in a heartbeat yeah but every day I get up, I yeah. homeschool my ki- our kids, mm-hmm. and I love that. Yeah. And that in itself is just irony right there that I'm a homeschool teacher when I didn't particularly enjoy school. But I find myself enjoying school <laughs> mm-hmm. this time around. And then I head out to the garage and for hours I will be out there tinkering, sawing, painting, top coating you know and i i really love it it's a genuine yeah. joy yeah. to go out there and do that and i feel so lucky and so blessed and um and being able to share it with people on youtube too is just yeah like mind blowing to me we talked earlier today for this podcast about how about seasons of life and mm-hmm. how some difficulties that I was specifically talking about me, but the difficulties that I see that I, as in the past prepare us for things in the future. And, mm. 
And it's hard in those in those hard seasons, you know, when it is not going your way, when life does not look, you're not living the dream. Yeah. You know, it's it's a hard go. Mm. It's hard. Um, and God is faithful and merciful mm. to us to allow us to have our tantrums in those seasons sure, and still yeah. be kind to us and bring us through and, and just show us on the other side, unfortunately, sometimes <laughs> of, of them. Hey, I was I was using that. So maybe that equips us to go into the future and know that yeah, there's probably still going to be some hard times yeah. ahead of us. Yeah. Um, um, but, um, you know, God is faithful and mm. he has good things for us. He wants, you know, and you talked about how you would do anything for your kids earlier and how, mm-hmm. like, you don't want your kids to stuff their stuff down, you know, yeah. because, and, um, yeah, it, and it's it's easy to say that as parents and then we think about ourselves, oh, I don't, I need to be preaching to myself, you know. Yeah. But anyway, that was a little bit of a ramble. <laughs> Sarah Lager, it is it's been so good to have you on my podcast. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for agreeing to come on. Um, if people want to find out more about you and in your work and what you do, where can they go? Uh, you can go to 445 Designs on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. On my website, and uh, there'll be stuff around <laughs> to entertain you. <laughs> yeah. So. Thank you very much. Thank you. I don't you. say this on my podcast guests, but I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> John Copeland will be so upset because you didn't say you Good loved job. him. Good <laughs> job. Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right. Well, I know that I am a little biased, but I thought that was great. I really enjoyed that conversation with Sarah. Um, She is the real deal. And um, anybody who knows her will tell you that very same thing. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, Please uh, like, subscribe, comment, follow, give a thumbs up, five-star rating, all the things, uh, wherever you find uh, this podcast, wherever you're listening from. Um, if you'd like to check out more of Sarah's work, her YouTube channel, uh, you can just search, uh, 445 designs and you, you'll, you spell it out, uh, 445 designs. Um, I'll leave links to all of her places in the comments section, in the show notes. And uh, next week, um, I'm not quite sure who is going to be on next week, but there are several people um, lined up for interviews that I'm doing um, in the near future. I've got plans to interview Stephen Court, my friend Eric Himes, um, my friend Aaron Schust, um, and several more people down the road. So thanks for going on this journey with me. I, I'm, I just, I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. I love talking to people about who they are, who God has made them to be in the area of music and worship and following Jesus. And I hope to catch you next time. All right. Peace out.